0: Thanks for listening once again to Thinking Biblically About Things That Matter. My name is Steve Ron. I'm the pastor here at First Baptist Church in Warsaw. And, um, and we are finishing, we're wrapping up our series on productivity. Um, we, uh, we so far we've looked at um We looked at kind of what the Bible has to say about just the the idea of productivity. And then we looked at um, our own um, like biblical roles and relationships um, and then the goals and the routines um, that should align with those roles. So I'm a, you know, I'm a husband. I'm a, a, well, I'm a Christian first. Then I'm a husband. Then I'm a dad. Then I'm a um, pastor and so on and so forth. Um, and so our goals and our routines should reflect what's most important about who we are and what we want to accomplish. Um, and so therefore we have to start at the top. And, and for the Christian, our relationship to God is our most important relationship. That's the role we prioritize above all others. So when we are establishing our goals and our routines for the week, we must prioritize, like we saw last week, taking in the Word of God. There, there, there are several routines that should be a part of a Christian's life the two most important um, are are taking in the Word of God, uh, reading the, the, the Word of God, and then um, um, prayer. So last week, we talked about reading the Word of God. We wanted to sp- sp- especially emphasize that routine. Um, and then today, as we wrap up our productivity um, series, we want to especially emphasize prayer. Um, and so, just like la- last week, um, lesson, the most helpful resource um, I used for that lesson and for this one is a book by David Mathis called Habits of Grace. I highly recommend it. Uh, And and also like last lesson, I don't don't give you any hard and fast rules. Instead I just want to offer several encouragements. These these are meant to encourage um, us to to help us to um, pray consistently, biblically, and joyfully. So that's what we're aiming for today. Um, 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 Here here are uh, several encouragements um, that will help us to pray consistently, biblically, and joyfully. Um, So here we go. Uh, Number one: Remember that prayer is a response to God. Remember that prayer is a response to God. So we start with the scriptures. We we start with what we're meditating on. Last week we. some time or last lesson we spent some time talking about meditating on God's Word. We, we start with remembering that God initiated this. This is His grace. God God wants to hear from us and God started this um, conversation as it were with us by giving us His word. Um, number two, remember that prayer is much more about God himself than what He gives. One of the classic questions that people love to ask is why pray if God already knows? Why well, pray if God already knows? Because it's not ultimately in what we get. It's in loving and knowing and being known and loved by God. In John 15, 15, he says, you're no longer servants. Where I called you friends. Romans 8, 15 through 16 says you didn't receive the spirit of slavery, but you received the spirit of adoption as sons. Uh, Galatians four says the same thing. God has sent the Spirit of His Son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father, you're no longer a slave, but a son. And if a son, then an heir through God. So it's a privilege to pray. So pray is prayer is much more about God Himself than it is about what He gives. Um we and this is this is that's that's the answer right to the question why pray if God already knows because it's not ultimately about about reminding God that he needs to do something for us or getting him to getting him to answer it's it's about our relationship our our devotion to him number three, remember that private prayer is a wonderful test of our actual devotion to god Jesus says in matthew six five and six When you pray, you must not be like the hypocrites, for they love to stand and pray in the synagogues and at the street corners that they may be seen by others. Truly, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you pray, go into your room and shut the door and pray to your Father who is in secret. And your Father who sees in secret will reward you. This is a great litmus test for our our actual devotion um, to God. so, So on one level we're thinking, we're remembering when we pray, we're we're not, you know, you know, the 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 end game isn't to to get stuff. the 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 end game is to get God, right? We want to be closer to God. We want to show our love for God. We want to grow in our love for God. We want to just rejoice in the fact that we are known and loved by God. It is a it is a relationship. It is a um, it is a joy. It is a blessing. Um. But then also private prayer, private prayer is this, is this great um, litmus test. Um, It's this great indicator of our, of our devotion to God Um, because there's no, social benefit to it, you know, there's no recognition benefit to it, there's, there's, you know, there's, this is just between you and him, and so it, it reveals um, how much you, you, you love him, private prayer is great because it, it, it reveals our actual devotion to God, but then also number four. Remember, private prayer is is also a way to stir up our devotion to God. Uh, perhaps when, perhaps when you know you 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 hear me say, remember that private prayer is a wonderful test of our actual devotion to God. Uh, perhaps um, I know there's been seasons like this for me where that's a pretty convicting thought. The wonderful thing about private prayer is is it's also a way to stir up our devotion to God. We, we can pray until we feel like praying. Pray until you feel like praying. Um, so if, if, if it is lagging, if your private prayer life is lagging, a great way to, to stir it back up is just to start praying. Um, then number five, remember the time-tested acronym, ACTS. Acts, adoration, confession, thanksgiving, supplication. Uh, it's great to end with supplication. We, we pray in response to the Bible, and then we pray through um, adoration, confession, thanksgiving, and then supplication. Then, then we're asking for things. Um, we, we spend time in the Word, and then we, um, we, we um, pray in adoration to God. We adore Him. For, for the way he's revealed himself in his word. We, we pray um, with confession. We, we confess um, the way we've sinned against him, the way we've sinned against others, the way we need his help to fight temptation. And then we, we, um, we pray with thanksgiving. We thank him for his mercy and his grace and his help in our time of, of spiritual, physical need. And then we do supplication and we ask him, for our daily bread. We, we ask him for his help um, with our our different struggles and concerns and crises. Number six, remember the practical value of lists, three by five cards and, and apps for your smartphone. There's no biblical command to have a prayer list, but it is the best way to keep our word, to remember to pray for who and what we want to pray for. Right? We say, I'll, I'll pray for you. It's a a great idea to write that down, to to have some sort of list, to have some sort of reminder system in your phone, or to carry around 3x5 cards. Um, And again, I I encourage you to pray over your daily list after you've spent time responding to the Word and praying through the ACTS acronym. It will will help you to pray for those people on your list. It will help you to pray for those concerns on your list after you've spent time reading the Word, taking it in, and then um, and then responding to God in light of his word. Um, thanking him for who he is. Um, confessing um, the ways that you have sinned against him. Uh, it's, it's, um, and, and then we go into, um, these are the prayers that we want to remember to pray. The prayers for certain people in our lives. or the, um, the prayers for certain concerns in our lives. So remember the practical value of lists. And then number seven, remember to pray often. First Thessalonians says, "Pray without ceasing." You should probably be saying, "Lord, help me," or "Lord, thank you," dozens of times a day. You, you, you make it a make it a habit to, to, to rattle off just quick help me prayers uh, before you're uh, before you starting any kind of project or before you're entering into a difficult conversation or even in the midst of a difficult conversation. Um, or or um, you're, you're, you you need wisdom. You Pray for wisdom. You do it. It doesn't have to be a long prayer. It just kind of have this ongoing, um, this 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 ongoing prayer. Your your inner thought life um, should be um, should be riddled with prayer. As as you're focused on something, as you're thinking about something, as you're daydreaming about something, um, uh, turn your thoughts toward God. Ask Him for help ask him for wisdom um uh, ask him for strength and for courage to to do the right thing remember to pray often number eight remember to make it a routine to pray with others pray with others so so we've mentioned private prayer a couple of times we also need to pray with others this is a harder routine to build than private prayer right this just takes more organizational work so why does it matter well it's called for in the bible the lord's prayer says our father we us our the, the model prayer is corporate prayer and then and then you look at like for instance the book of acts the the corporate prayer is modeled all over the book of acts uh corporate prayer unites us uh, uh, around what matters right it it, it brings unity we it, it kind of boils down here are the things that we all care about here are the things that are, that are, of, are of most importance so it unites us around what matters it, um, praying with others helps us to pray biblically. If you listen to a seasoned saint um, pray, it helps you to know how to pray. Um, helps us to know each other better. I mean, we're commanded to bear one another's burdens, to stir one another up to good works. Praying with each other, simply listening to each other's prayer, is a, is a wonderful part of this, and it helps us to know Jesus better. Right? You 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 listen to someone who loves Jesus and the way that they pray. The way they express their thankfulness, um, they, they express their dependence upon him. It'll help you to know him, to love him, to depend upon him, um, to be thankful for him. Um, it, it, it helps us. Um, so so let's, um, let's remember to make it a routine to pray with other believers. Number nine, remember to fast. Remember to fast. We don't think about fasting often, but Jesus assumes we will do it. He says in Matthew 6, he says, when you fast, he doesn't say if you fast, he says when you fast. Fasting sharpens our devotion to God. It, it gives us this literally a gnawing reminder that we need him and his grace more than anything else. And don't forget, fasting doesn't have to be from food, right? You can, you can fast from other just good things. Um, you, you, you can you can. You can fast for a time from for, for all kinds of good things. There's nothing magical in fasting, but it can absolutely sharpen our devotion to God. It sharpens our desire to be conformed to the image of His Son. So remember to fast. And then number 10, lastly, remember to consider journaling. So this is not a biblical command whatsoever. There's no command, thou shalt journal. In fact, I was going to say, remember to journal, but, but I softened it. Just consider journaling. You don't have to do it, but writing things down is a proven, tested way to gain clarity in your prayer life. So I encourage you, don't, don't write for the sake of people who might come along and read it. You're not writing for the sake of other people. You're not writing thinking this is going to be published or my grandkids are going to see this Sunday. Maybe they will and they'll be encouraged by it. Maybe not. But but you write out the ways you want to grow spiritually, the way you want to see other people sanctify the, the ways you're thankful for what God has done for you. The, the bitternesses or the fears you're trying to overcome. Write out verses that are meaningful to you and then and then write, what does this teach me about God's word? What does this teach me about how I should live? What does this teach me about God's ongoing work of grace in my life? And then pray according to those things. Journaling can be one of the most clarifying things we do. So I encourage you, write your prayers down. So those are my Ten bits of encouragement um, for you. And lots more we can say about um, prayer, but uh, but I I want to just um, I just want to encourage you uh, today. Remember, prayer is a response to God. He He gave you His Word. He wants to hear from you. This is much more about God Himself than what He gives. And remember also, it's a it's a wonderful test of our actual devotion to God. And if we're flagging in that, remember that private prayer is also a way to stir up our devotion to God. Remember to spend time adoration, thanksgiving, supplication, adoration. Sorry, confession, thanksgiving, supplication. Uh, remember to to make use of lists or, or apps for your smartphone. Remember to pray often. Remember to pray with other believers. Remember to fast, and. And um, and I also lastly I consider I I, I, I um, encourage you to to consider journaling. All right. As always, if you have any questions or comments or feedback, if you'd like to reach out to me, uh, my email address pastorsteveron at gmail.com. And until next time, thanks for listening.